Hello and welcome to A's Plus, the San Francisco Chronicles podcast on the Oakland A's and Major League Baseball. I'm your host, Chronicle A's beat writer Susan Slusser, and today we're joined by A's manager Bob Melvin with a look at the big series against Houston this week, how the team's been playing lately, and a look at the trade deadline next on A's Plus. Today on the A's Plus podcast, we have the pleasure of being joined by A's manager Bob Melvin. Uh, Bob, uh, thanks for joining us, especially as the team's going into a, a pretty big series here at Houston. Obviously, it's not a make or break this time of season, uh, this season but uh, Houston has given everyone trouble, your team included, uh, as well as your team is playing. Is this, do you look at a series like this as maybe sort of a little bit of a benchmark, show you where your team is at? I think we're pretty comfortable with where we're at at this point. It's, uh, you know, we just came off a really tough series and, you know, four games and, you know, a hot atmosphere over there and, and played pretty hard. They were long games and so forth. So, you know, coming in here is tough. They match up well against us. You know, we're predominantly right-handed hitting. Their entire bullpen is right-handed. You know, we've faced their three best starters. So it's, I think, more than taking stock. It's just going to be a tough series for us. But, you know, that's where we kind of rely on our, our mantra of let's just go out there and try to win today's game and then we'll move on to the next day. So I guess understandable then that Nick Martini has joined you for this series with Brett Anderson going on the patern- on paternity leave. Yeah, and Brett's, you know, I mean, excuse me, Nick's faced some of these guys too and getting another left-handed bat in here depending on, you know, where we are in pitch hits situations and so forth. So we're, we're trying to be able to match up, um, you know, as they're able to do, I think a lot of times series to series, uh, you know, Diaz is, is activated today and, you know, they have Joe Smith back in their bullpen. So uh, we're, we're trying to get another left-handed bat in here to potentially match up. You mentioned the Minnesota series. It, it kind of had a, almost like a playoff atmosphere kind of feel. They're obviously the central leaders. Uh, you, you played them very tough all your really good series. Does that show you anything in particular about your team? You know, there were some late comebacks, one that, you know, actually wound up being a pretty dramatic two out in the ninth inning win and then a comeback before losing in the final game. Yeah, it doesn't really show. I know what these guys are all about. So, uh, you know, what 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 I think it does for us is that we took the season series against them and really had a chance to win almost every game over there against them. So. Um, you know, it's well documented. We've struggled a little bit with our bullpen this year and we've had to kind of do things a little bit differently. And, you know, hopefully we can get some guys back pitching like they have uh, in the past and that's going to make us better too. You know, KD's really not KD right now and it's been picked up slack with some other guys. So I think with with some of our key guys maybe not contributing as much as they uh, they did last year, we've had some other guys pick up the slack and, you know, the records are pretty pretty indicative of where we were last year as well. I was, uh, he's right here on my list of things to ask you, Chris Davis. What, what have you seen going on with him? He, he had the side injury, he had the hand injury. Is that the main thing? It, um, you know, it's been more than a month now since, since he's hit one out. Right. And I think, you know, that can, that can weigh on you mentally some, and, and, you know, he can, he can get down on himself a little bit. Um, he wants to contribute for his team. He wants to be that guy. And I think for the first time in three years, for a month plus, he's, he hasn't been that guy. But everybody goes through these type of periods. And uh, he's been so consistent, you know, over four years that, you know, you look at it and you say, what's wrong with Chris Davis? Well, he's just going through a period right now. And I think the injuries have had a lot to do with that. And, and you always mention that when he does hit one, he 
tends to start hitting them in bunches, which I think probably means that when he does get going, we could expect to see like a, a ton. I would say that that's correct. And and boy, if you if you look the way we've been swinging the bats here recently, and you add a Chris Davis, um, you know, at full strength, it makes us a lot better. So you know, we're still kind of getting there with him and. Uh, you know, we've seen signs of it recently. He's knocked in some big runs for us, maybe not albeit the home run. But but like you said, I think, uh, you know, once he gets over that hump and hits a couple out of the ballpark, then we'll start seeing the kind of results we've seen from him in the past. On the other side, there's Ramon Laureano, who was named the AL Player of the Week today. Uh, he's just been kind of almost out of his head. What have you seen? You know, he got off to a very slow start uh, and then kind of slowly turned things around. What did you see? How did, how do you, in your mind, how was he able to do that? Well, he's just a good player. And, you know, he had, he kind of took the, the league by storm last year. And it's not uncommon for early in the season the next year to see a guy struggle some based on the fact that there's more data on him and more information on him. And, you know, then, you know, as the big leagues uh, does, they make adjustments and then it's his turn to make the adjustments back. And we're seeing him make the adjustments right now. So I, I think you're seeing a guy that's going to be, uh, you know, a mainstay for us. And he's ta he's picking up some of the slack where, where KD's kind of maybe falling off a little bit. So uh, he's just a good player on both sides of the ball. You know, he runs, he hits, he throws, he does everything really well. And, you know, he's made the adjustments here, uh, you know, after a month and a month and a half or so you know, with some at-bats, which is tough to do to get your average back up to where it is right now. So uh, he's just a really good player and, and has made quick adjustments. Now, at the, the beginning of the season, uh, I think we all spent a lot of time during spring training right about question, writing about question marks in the rotation and, and also about how the bullpen would be the strength of the team. And, and during the regular season, that's been a little bit reversed. What have you thought about what you've gotten out of the rotation, um, particularly some of your, your more veteran guys like Mike Fires and, and Brett Anderson? But really, you know, Chris Bassett, at this point, kind of everyone. Right, and Mangden, too, up until the last game has been pretty consistent for us. And, you know, it, very rare, rarely do you see, you know, a previous season play out the way, uh, you know, the next season. So um, uh, depth in the roster is very important. And, you know, where it looked like the rotation was going to be a problem for us, it's been anything but, especially after the first month. And where you thought that the bullpen would be completely locked down, it's been a little bit of a question mark for us. So, you know, Liam Hendricks has come out of the pack to do what, what he's been doing, which has been terrific for us. But we still think, you know, I think we saw signs of Lou yesterday getting a couple innings and, and Blake starting to pitch a little bit better. And there are going to be days like today where Liam isn't available. And if we get into a closing situation, we're going to have to do something a little bit differently. So... Uh, I do think you'll see those guys come back and pitch, uh, you know, the way they the way they can, and uh, you know, hopefully that's here pretty quick. What has been behind Liam's transformation? Because I mean, at this he was designated for assignment last June, and he's really transformed himself. He has, and it's been a lot of things. It's it's you know he's been on a different you know workout program. He's been on a different throwing program. You know, he's picked up you know, three to five miles an hour on velocity. And when, when you do that, you know, confidence follows. So, you know, he went from like uh, maybe a down one guy or down two guy to, to a plus guy to now being the closer. And, you know, incrementally, you know, you gain that confidence along the way and you've seen him just dominate the ninth inning at times. So, um, you know, I think it's been a an adjustment for him. And I think, you know, confidence played a lot into it. And when you have a 98, 99 mile an hour fastball, uh, you should be pretty confident and you're seeing the results of that. 
you uh, obviously still have a few injured guys who are coming back. Stephen Piscotti should be back maybe in the next week or two. Um, Sean Manaya is getting somewhat close. Uh, and at some point you might have guys like A.J. Puck and Jesus Lazardo, maybe Jarrell Cotton available as options. How do you kind of see that as you as you potentially have some of these guys to work back in? I see it as, as some some big pieces for us uh, down the road. But you, you just, you, as we've seen, you can't count on it. So as we sit here right now, uh, we play with the roster we have. We're happy with the roster we have. And if we get some of these guys back and they do well for us, it's just going to make us better. So I think the trap is saying, okay, this guy's going to do X for you, and we expect him back then. You can get disappointed because sometimes these rehab assignments don't go as smoothly as you would like. Um, so I think anything that we can you know, pick up here down the stretch is going to help us be a better club. Along those lines, and it might be a similar answer, um, the trade deadline is, is getting very close here. Uh, obviously, the, the front office has already brought in Homer Bailey. Um, first of all, would you uh, think of the addition of Homer Bailey? And, and what are your thoughts on, you know, since you've been here every year, I think the front office done something to make the team better, whatever the situation the team was in. Right. And I think that's something you can count on. If we're in a position where they think that we have the ability to make the postseason, they're going to make some moves. So, you know, when that happens, who it is, you're, you're never really certain of that. But I think one of the things that you're fairly certain of is they're going to make some moves. So, uh, again, you to try not to think too much about it. But I think history would show that that they've improved our teams every year that we've been in it. I think that will be the case again. So that's something to look forward to. Um, you know, so in, in the interim, we just play baseball and, and expect to win every game. And how do you like Homer Pesovic? Obviously, just one outing going, starting this this first game here in in Houston as his second outing. Right, that's the kind of the first domino, and I think he pitched really well under a lot of pressure because when you're the first move and you're coming to a club, uh, you know that has aspirations to go to the postseason. There's a lot of pressure on you. So a veteran guy, you would expect to kind of handle it the way he did. He got off to a tough start, and that thing could have gotten out of hand, but it didn't, and he ended up giving us six strong innings, and we ended up winning the game. So I think, you know, not only for him feeling like he's part of this thing, I think for the team, you know, after that first outing, uh, we have a lot of confidence in him. As you guys head down the stretch, uh, it's a fairly difficult schedule the rest of the way. How do you look at it? I know you're you're pretty big, and then the team is on just going day to day. Yeah, you know, I really haven't looked at it other than I know we have Houston here. We have a, a good Texas team when we go home. I think we have Milwaukee shortly thereafter. But after that, I really haven't thought about it. I mean, you know you're going to have to win games within your division. We know we have the Angels again. We know we have Texas again. We know we have Houston again. So I think those are the games that are going to be more, most important is, is hopefully trying to create some distance between us and some of the other teams in our division and, and gaining ground on Houston. So, you know, other than 10 games out, I'm not really sure what the schedule looks like. Uh, and you have essentially the same group that you had last year that have went through this experience, went through the playoff drive, went to the wildcard game. How much of a of a help is that having all those guys having had that at least one year of experience of playing in these kind of pressure filled games? Right. And you know what? It, early in the season, you try not to think too much about last year. A lot is made of it and it's talked about a lot. But that's the time that you have to say, look, last year was last year. And then when you get to a period like where we are right now, you can say, you know what, we're playing a lot like we did last year. And you gain some confidence from that and some momentum from that. So, you know, we're, we're similarly in the in the kind of in the same position we were last year. And I think guys are feeling that right now and gaining some confidence from it. And we feel like, you know, our best baseball still is yet to be played. You know, we could get some guys from, you know, like you said, the deadline. We could get some guys back that are healthy. But uh I think we feel like we're a good team right now and uh, you know we can we will continue to play better baseball. 
Wonderful. That's a perfect way to wrap things up. Thanks for joining us, Bob Melvin. My pleasure. Our thanks again to Bob Melvin for joining us on A's Plus. Our producers today have been King Kaufman and Libby Coleman. We will be back later in the week with more A's Plus. Thanks for listening. A's Plus is part of the San Francisco Chronicle Podcast Network. Audrey Cooper is the editor-in-chief. If you like this show, please subscribe, tell a friend, or give us a review. Follow me on Twitter at Susan Slusser, or you can email me at sslusser at sfchronicle.com. Support A's Plus and a lot of great journalism with a subscription to the San Francisco Chronicle. There are print and digital editions. Find out more at sfchronicle.com slash subscribe. Thank you.